Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My next guest on Late Lunch today is a woman who has totally transformed her life. Sharon Doherty is a different woman in so many ways today and she's in the hot seat to tell us her story. Sharon, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for joining me today. Let's wind back the clock in your life to your early thirties, right? And and this was the, that was the time, wasn't it, that you made this major change? Yes, it sure was. Tell us about your situation. You're married? No, no, I wasn't married. I was in a relationship. Okay, in a relationship. Had, had you children? Yes, two children. And wh- what do you remember of that time? That sort of got you moving, or a major look at changing? Or why were you unhappy with your life? Um, well, taking it back, there's only vivid things that I do remember. Um, nine years ago, nearly ten years ago, when I lost my auntie to cancer. So she was like, she was the youngest of my aunties, but like an older sister. So when you watch somebody die, it kind of puts life in perspective. Within the first few months of her death, I was really, really down. I was in a bit of a, a, a not healthy relationship, you know, and I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy for years, but I never seen it. You know, I was, I just, that's the only way I knew how to live. But her death woke me up to certain things. And then there was certain issues in the relationship that every time something happened, it was, it was like a little light flashing off my head. But I just didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know which way to go. And then there was two incidents that just woke me up. And those two incidents made me make the decision to walk away from it. Was that one of the toughest decisions you've ever made to leave that relationship? It was the toughest decision because of my children. Hmm. What age were they then? Oh, Reese was like four. Josh was, I think, seven, six, maybe. Small. Six or seven. Yeah, very small, but great, really cute kids, you know. Um, they didn't live in an, in an like in unhealthy environment in the house. There was nothing like that. But I just made a decision I just couldn't take anymore. I hit rock bottom with it, and I took myself and my two kids and just air clothes, and I walked away. And I had to start on my own. Just the clothes on your back. That's it. I loved everything, everything. I had to find a house. I found a house, um, to rent, and I got rent allowance and that for years and. But without the help of my mum, my mum had to go out and she went to Ikea and she had to get me all knives, forks, tea towels, you name it, the basics. Without her, I don't know what I'd have done, but I'd done it. You take the two boys, 
the, your sole responsibility yeah. now. You have to get set up again. I'm sure you had sleepless nights thinking about how am I going to fare here? How am I going to manage? I had so many days and nights that I questioned myself financially. But the position that I was in then was very different to the position that I was in for years because I was in a very controlled relationship and a lot of it was financial controlled. So this is a new way of life for me. I felt a little bit free, but still lost. Like, how do you do this? How do you manage? All I had was a social welfare payment. That's it. I had no job, you know. But the two kids were in school and within like a few months, I was kind of into kickboxing and got myself into fitness. And, you know, it was just a different life that I started living. The kickboxing came from where? Were your children kickboxing? The children, yeah. So they led you in that direction? Yeah, I wanted to do something with them and I was like, the only thing I can do with them is is that. Weight-wise, physically, how were you? Weight-wise, I was 12 and a half, maybe 12 stone nine, I think. A smoker. Now, I was after giving up smoking because the month that I left the relationship was the month that I decided to give up smoking and I started kickboxing. And I couldn't breathe after it. And I was like, that's it. I have to give up smoking, that's it. And did you give up and cold turkey? A week I had patches on. And that was it then. That was it. Decision was made, you know. And that's been it ever since. You've never taken another. Never, never, never looked back. So you go into kickboxing and you've never been in it before. Uh, and, and and you're not, let me say, you're not a tall lady. I'm a tiny thing. I'm five foot, <laughs> say it as it is. <laughs> yeah, and I'm And tiny. so obviously you were you were carrying quite a lot of weight. A lot of weight, yeah. I was, I was very roundy and very... <laughs> Bubbly, yeah, I was. <laughs> You're still bubbly, so I yeah. get that from you. Never lose that. But you did lose the roundness. Tell them, how much did you lose? I lost nearly five stone um, over the, over three years. So it was a, a nice phase loss. It was a nice phase, but it wasn't, it was an unhe- unhealthy loss, you know. Mm. But I had, there was there was a reason why I lost it. You know, I was only at the start kickboxing and I said to the sensei, Eddie Bourne, I said, I want to fight. And he was like, you're crazy. I was like, no, no, I want to fight. And he put me into an international competition and I was hitting tin air and I got battered. And it was the best fight of my life. <laughs> I was busted. I busted and I was busted. I was fighting a German girl who was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, she was just, she killed me. But I loved it. It just took me to a new level of life, you know. And it didn't put you off because... <laughs> Not a hope. I was like, I'm doing this again. I want to lose weight. And that was it. That was it. But not alone did you partake in kickboxing and become a, an aficionado. You went on to win I titles. went on to win titles, yeah. I've I've won silver for Ireland in the World Championships. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's great. Not, it's, a, it's an inspiring, wonderful <laughs> yeah. story. It really is from nothing from to nothing. represent Ireland and yeah. to win silver. Yeah, amazing. And I probably would have won on you for the height of her. She was huge. <laughs> she was huge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have won only for the height of her. Her legs were the size. Are you listening in the kickboxing world? You have to sort this out it's, uh, uh, regarding stature when people people are at this. Okay, so y- you're moving on. You're you're regaining your confidence. You are developing a new life for yourself. You have a home now. You have your children and support. You mentioned your mum there. Support oh, of family support. is yeah, amazing. Everything. Amazing. It's yeah. everything when people are, are are in need of help. Um, the weight you said was too much that you lost, but did you stabilise then at a, at a weight that, you know, suited you? Yeah. Well, now I'm mm. trying to get there, but 
when I did lose all that weight as I fought for the world I then went down to while I was fighting I was in the middle of I put myself through college you know um, to be a personal trainer so this was like nearly a year of part time college and I had no money like I was only at social welfare so I remember saying to myself like how am I going to pay for it and the only way I could pay for that was my children's allowance every single month I had to do a monthly installment it was the only way that I had money that would get me through that so I said I'm doing it and I'll bite the bullet and I'll sacrifice everything and I did I sacrificed the television I sacrificed I hadn't a penny I barely fed like myself the kids we were always there but we I didn't have a life I had no social life I was just college and fitness and studying and the kids they got to school they got fed they went kickboxing that's all I, I did now you know so when I got to that weight and I fought for Ireland I was then known as this personal trainer locally who was at the losing four stone I was working part time in the gym and I was at the get me qualification as a personal trainer so everybody wanted me to train them because I was this girl that lost four stone and I transformed my life and sure this was amazing but little did I know the work that was, that was needed to put into it I worked endless hours my mum was out minding the kids I was barely seeing them but there was a reason behind it you know I worked damn hard and I've worked every day since then damn hard to get to where I am today so you had this vision you knew you had to get your qualifications I just, firstly and just you sacrificed everything, everything. For it. and then to get up and get running and get going yourself with your own business again you had to give again, it everything again I had to sacrifice I was walking away from a job I was a manager in a gym and I had like 120 clients there. You know, it was just the classes were out the door. It was amazing. And I just said to myself, what am I doing? Like, I want to do this on my own. And I remember going home to my mum and dad and they were like, no, Sharon, are you mad? You, you having a clue about business? And I was like, I know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. And this unit came up and I, it just felt so right. And I jumped on it. And within a week, I just said to myself, I should have got a bigger unit because I had people out the door. This is an Ashbourne? This is an Ashbourne, yeah. My first unit on my own. And I lasted there nine months and I had to take on a massive industrial unit. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Do you ever pinch yourself and think, Never. is this me? Is this my story? Never. Have I Never. done this? Oh, it's crazy. But I don't see what other people say. People say this to me all the time. Like, people say, how did you get to where you are? I honestly don't know. I've just worked hard and now I'm here. I'm here. I don't know how I've got here. I've just put my heart and soul into everything. I'm so passionate about doing what I do. And I'm not passionate about training people. I'm passionate about helping people change their lifestyles. What I've done. It's all I know. But you have drive. You have ambition. I have you so amount of drive. have, you know, you've given so much uh, up to, to make this yeah. happen and you work hard when all those things come together and with your bubbly personality with that bubbly. I can see of course <laughs> yeah. as well it helps but isn't that amazing that you went and took the unit and, and they came to you like the people just yeah. flocked into you yeah. they wanted you yeah. they wanted you to help them yeah and they're still flooding the door <laughs> and, and you know I want to tell you about this woman in business she said she knows nothing about business are you joking me you've won yeah. two awards already for I've won two awards for Best Class Based Gym in Ireland with the Irish Fitness Industry Awards. And they're the big awards every year for the entire industry in the country. Yes. And you're up for another one, aren't you? I'm up for another one. In, that's if I get nominated. The nominations are up until 
December and then the voting starts in mm. January. Here, look, I'm aiming for a hat trick. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why, Why not? Why not is right. Why not? We talked about the physical end of it and your kickboxing and setting up your own business um, and all that goes along with that. But I know with you, the mental side of all the challenges you've faced in your life has been a huge issue for you also. You talk about suffering from depression and anxiety. That was part and parcel of you going through this whole thing. Oh, yeah. But that all started when I walked away from the relationship. About a year and a half after I walked away, I started having... I was always... I always suffered with a little bit of depression in the relationship. Back then, I didn't know it was depression. As I said, I was just living the way I was living. It's all I knew. So when I walked away from the relationship, I like I was getting on my life. You know, this is a new world to me. But um, I still got a lot of um, abuse, you know, you know, there was a lot of mental abuse going on. Um, that It didn't bother me, but it did bother me. It was put to the back of my head. I never, you know, was like, ah, fuck you, good luck, bye, ignore that, you know, as you do. And I remember um, I was sitting in the gym one day and I was training as I did. It was a Sunday morning and I got a text message telling me that I was a horrible mother, a terrible mother, and that I looked like a man. Now, I was, bear in mind, I was... 54, 55 kilos at this stage. I was tiny though. Very small body, but I didn't look like a man. I had big hair extensions. I bloody, there was no, nothing manly about me, only from me, me shoulders or me whatever. But anyway, I went home that night and I let it go and I got the kids to bed that night and went in, I ran a bath, had a bath and within seconds, the tail was around me and I was hammered and I thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't know what it was. I hadn't a clue what it was. It just didn't stop. So it took around eight, nine minutes. And I was in a sweat. So I never had an anxiety attack, never had a panic attack. And that was the start of it. That was the start of severe anxiety attacks for me. Um, and I didn't realise until a few weeks later. I got a few of them throughout the weeks. And one of my best friends, Lorraine, I told her and she said, you need to go to the doctor. I was in the doctors having a panic attack thinking that he's going to think I'm making this up. Like, total. It was craziness. I'd been to the doctor a few times through in the relationship and he was wants to put me on antidepressants and I was like, no, I'm not going on any antidepressants. Like, my mum's been on antidepressants nearly all her life. So I was like, no, I'm fine. I go in and out bouts of depression. I don't constantly suffer. Never to an extent that I don't want to get out of bed. So it's not, thankfully, it's not as bad as a lot of people that would suffer with it. So he gave me anxiety tablets and he told me to take them when I need them. And I did. I'd take one or two every time I'd have an attack. And then they started to kind of calm down. But then I got really busy with work. Weight started going on me again. There was no training. Couldn't kickbox. I was this... I was just well-known and so busy with work. And then it just started creeping in, in on top of me. The weight started creeping in. I was focusing on losing weight, killing myself, trying to lose weight. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't help myself, you know just didn't work so I made it worse for myself focusing on one thing instead of everything else around me you know I battled at myself scrutinating myself in my own mind how was I let myself go like this again after losing so much weight what's going on forgetting when I lost all that weight I didn't work I trained now I'm working 17 hour days 
I've financial stresses trying to manage it. I have two children and we're airing on my own. I was still getting a lot of crappy shit from certain people in my life and I was just letting it all build into the back of my head. And I did that for years. And then it was exactly a year ago, last a year ago, September gone, where I had more or less a breakdown. Three weeks of a just total breakdown. And before that, three or four months before that, I got myself a nutrition coach to try and help me, you know, um, with my own nutrition. She ends up being more of a counsellor to me than and a friend. She's an amazing friend now. And when I hit rock bottom there, she told me I needed to go and speak to somebody professionally. So I did. And I'd done that for a year. Every single week I went to counselling. And when I went to counselling, so much was brought up. I didn't even realise I had issues with certain things or certain people until I went to counselling. And that was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do because I was walking around my head literally not even screwed on for months. So emotionally confused, mentally confused because things were coming up and I had to deal with them. So these were getting me more anxious. I was getting panic attacks because... But then I learned how to manage. I learned how to listen to my emotions. I learned how to check in myself every day. I started doing mindfulness, going for little drives out to Malahide Beach. I have a little sacred place out there that I sit on a rock. It takes me 30 minutes to get there and I sit there for 10. And that's me done. You know, it's... People say you're crazy. The kids think I'm mad sometimes. But that does me, you know, and it just brings me back down to life. It gets me. It's that me time. So I've learned a lot over the last year about my own mental health, about my own emotional baggage, about my anxiety, about how to deal with certain life situations, certain people in my life, who I want in my life, who I don't want. And it's it's awakened me to being able to give so much more to clients because nearly everyone that walks through the door of my gym is like me. They're a mirror image of me. They've suffered with some sort of hardship in their life. They encounter some sort of depression, some sort of anxiety, unhappiness. They want them they want to get themselves back. It's not always about weight loss. You know, with me it's never about weight loss. It's about accepting who you are and embracing. If you're not happy, do your best to change it. But just don't hate on it. You know, it's people tend to focus on Lose weight, get weight, get leaner, get fitter. Get more mentally healthier. Get emotionally healthier. Everything else follows. You know, it's it's a different journey. And I think that the stigma on mental health now is so much more wider than it was many years ago, which was, it's amazing. And that's where I want to go. I want to help people in that way, but through fitness and through nutrition. Because I'm learning. And if I can learn and do it, they can. Do I sense that the final piece of the jigsaw has just fallen into place in the last year? Ah, oh, 100%. I'm, I, I'm at my happiest now. You know, I am fairly happy. I'm learning to accept who I am. I'm learning to accept me wobbles, me jiggles, me cellulite, me, ma- me mammy belly. I'm learning to accept all that and to stop trying to be what other trainers are or what people expect a trainer to be. I am who I am. And I'm learning to accept that. And that's what I'm trying to instill in people. I had one of my own clients, Nicola, came to me a few weeks ago and she was 
Sharon, I really, this belly is really getting me down. And I just said to her, you know what? That's a baby belly. And there's people out there crying for that baby belly that can't have kids. And when you put things into perspective, it makes you look at things a lot, a lot differently. You know? I don't think I've ever been so quiet on this side of the microphone listening to anybody talk about what you've been talking about for the last while. And I've met many people who've had stories. Thank you. But you have me mesmerised. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Because you've explained it and summed it up absolutely brilliantly, may I say. Thank you. Keep the comments coming to us. 086-1800-658. Text WhatsApp. Or you can call in on 1857-15958. Listen to this one. Congratulations, Sharon. You're an inspiration. I'm just here studying. And you've given me the boost to keep on going. Hard to juggle all when working and with children. But running and training, running and training are definitely my drugs. Good luck with everything you do. That comes in from Claire in Dunshockland this afternoon for you, you. Just for you. I'm getting choked up. (laughs) Tell me this, in all that you've encountered and come through and look where you are today, do you have one moment that gives you more pride than anything else in what you've achieved? Yes. Without a doubt. And this is, I'm actually going to get choked up talking about it. Um, Before I went out on my own, um, I never really had a, got the kids like on holidays. We'd always have holidays and all and, you know, but be always financially focused and, you know, you're paying for the holiday and all. I was always, there was always a control. And I said to myself that I was saving to bring the kids on a holiday, which I'd never been able to do. And I saved for nearly a year. And the proudest moment of my life was my children being told on Christmas morning that I was bringing them to Orlando. I didn't have to ask anyone for that money. I saved it all myself. And I brought those two boys and my mum to America. Sorry. That was the proudest moment of my life. To not have to ask somebody, can I do this? Or beg to go on a holiday. When I say beg, I don't mean beg on my knees or anything like that. But, you know, the situation I was in many years ago wasn't the healthiest. It was fairly toxic. And I'm not here to talk about that. That's well, that's my past. But that was the most proudest thing I have ever done to date. Not even open up the business. That's I was I'm proud of that. I'm proud of what I've done. But to give my kids what I gave them was just amazing. Isn't that just so lovely? And well, you might be emotional because yeah. I understand having talked to you today where that rates in the context of what you'd come from. Yeah. And what you got out of. Yeah. And what you had to do to get to that point in your yeah. life. Yeah. Just another thing about you that says, wow, what a lady I'd be talking to on this show today. I'm telling you, do the book. I've said this before and I have the <laughs> title there for you as well. A Life Transformed. Are you listening? Ah, listen, listening. I'll see you again sometime. <laughs> you come back and have a chat with me, will you? Most definitely. I'll remember this half hour for a while. Yeah, I promise I will. The very, very best much. of luck to you. And check her out. She's wonderful. She's in demand. Sharon Doherty <laughs> Fitness in Ashbourne, County Mead. It's been my pleasure. It's I say it again. Thank you. You're a great woman. Thank you very much. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.